Hi there. Welcome to the End Times Guy podcast. My name is Lee. Great to have you along with me today. It's Thursday and I'm heading towards Seattle on the I-90 for a reload of of, uh, rebar and I'm taking that up to Prince George. Beautiful day to be alive. Beautiful day to be on a drive. I love my job. I love the freedom that I have and God has given it all to me. I don't need to do this podcast for fame, fortune and followers. I get to do it to glorify God and to really focus on what's going on in the world around us and how it lines up with the end times events. And I've talked many times about the beast kingdom, the final kingdom that will rule the whole earth. How we're warned in in, uh, Jeremiah, or sorry, in Daniel, that it will be unlike any other kingdom we've ever experienced. And I want to share some Things that I've been discerning, understanding, kind of seeing in world governments. And you know when you see a leaf being moved down the street, you don't see anything literally pushing that leaf, but you understand what's going on. Hey, the wind is blowing, that's why that leaf is moving. You don't actually see the wind, but you know it's there. In the same way, there is a global government growing in strength and might and it's having an effect on the nations and we can't see this global global government it's invisible it's like the wind but we can see its effects and to illustrate the effects i want to point at four different countries belarus sweden australia and canada Because in some ways they're very similar countries. They are left-leaning and they're pseudo-democracies. Pseudo meaning we have the right to go uh, during campaign season and choose our leader. But we're not choosing a literal person who literally represents us. What we have and have had for a long time are political machines that exist in each of these countries And they're there year after year, and they function very similarly. And during campaign season, they go out and make a bunch of promises they have no intention of keeping. What they want is to be back in control. They want to be the machine that's in charge, and the other machine will continue in the same place, humming along right beside it, waiting for its turn. These machines don't change. They're they're very static, and... You know, we have this sense of control, but really, we don't. I think Trump was an anomaly. He was elected by accident. I don't think he was supposed to be in there. And this is the hysteria and madness that we're seeing, because those who understand what's going on understand that, you know, this guy shouldn't be where he is. It's against the rules. But I want to compare Canada, Australia... Belarus and Sweden because these countries have moved in different directions and I want us to see if we can kind of discern what it is that's moving them. Now Canada and Australia moved in one direction. They were strict with dealing with COVID. They locked things down. They they closed down schools. They closed down churches. They sent people home from work. They shuttered small business. The economy has suffered tremendously. I never thought 
ever I would see Canada's national debt in the trillions of dollars, and we're here. I don't understand how that's even possible. Um, money is being printed around the world, and massive, massive amounts of money are being shoveled out the doors. I don't know where it's all going. It's, you know, the people receive a little pittance, and they run to Walmart and Home Depot and hand it over. And, you know, all of that money is not in the people's hands. It's being moved around literally trillions upon trillions of dollars, moved around in circles that we'll never see. We don't even know who lives in these circles. But we see Canada and Australia taking a similar stance, a very authoritarian lockdown on their people, very oppressive. And uh, Australia, I'm just horrified with the way they're treating their people there. They are you know in melbourne they're locked down for 23 hours a day and they're allowed to leave their house for an hour a day to exercise i mean they're i wouldn't treat a dog like this and yet the people are doing that but belarus and sweden moved in a different direction they chose not to lock their economies down and the result of that was up front they had a price to pay they suffered for their decision their numbers jumped up really fast. But there was a brief period of trouble, and then it flatlined. They don't have a problem anymore. They have herd immunity. There's no fear of a second wave. Their economy was, was not shut down, so their economy hasn't faltered at all. They're doing very well. And I think they made, I think most rational people would agree they made the right decision protect the elderly, protect the com compromised immune system. But the, for the most part, people need to get out there and just get exposed and deal with it and move on. But uh, I just learned that the president of Belarus, his name is Lukashenko, was bribed by the World Health Organization. Here's $90 million. This is what we want you to do. We want you to put your country on lockdown. We want you to tell everyone they have to wear a mask. We want you to close schools, close churches. And Lukashenko said no. So they came back, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, a very key player in what we're talking about here, came in with an offer of $960 million, almost a billion dollar bribe to the little country of Belarus. And the president had the moral integrity to say, no, I'm not putting the people on lockdown. It's not the right thing for the people. He did what was right for the people. And I have to take my hat off and salute the man. Um, now, I see that Lukashenko is paying a price for doing the right thing for the people. He is being called in mainstream media now an evil dictator because he cr happened to crack down on the thugs that were running mad in his streets like most Americans would like to see done in their streets. He's being called an evil dictator. And Canada and the United Kingdom have leveled sanctions against him. So he was offered a carrot, but now he's receiving the stick because he refused the carrot. So, who is it behind the leadership of Canada and behind the leadership of the United Kingdom 
who I'm sure have received their bribe money from the IMF, I'm not sure how much, they were paid to put their countries on lockdown, to mask everyone up, to shut the schools, shut the churches, send everyone home, under whose authority? And the president of Belarus said no, and we see that she is paying a price, but again, under whose authority? Who's the one calling the shots? Who's the one moving these governments around the world like chess pieces on a board? And what is the purpose of lockdowns, masks, and shutting everything up? Is it a dry run? Is it a test to see how much authority, how much control they can assert on the global population at this point? It's something that we have to consider. Like I started off by saying, we see leaves being moved down the street. We don't see what's moving those leaves, but ah, we're not stupid. There's, there's something called wind out there, and it's the wind that is pushing them. In the same way, we watch the governments around the world, and we see a hand moving them about. And though it's invisible, we can discern that this is a glimpse at the final beast kingdom. It has enough authority already to buy governments, to move governments according to its will, to punish governments, and to cause people around the world to be forced to wear masks. I'm sure vaccination will be something they will be pushing for next. Um, I think it's an interesting glimpse at the beast and we have to be able to think like this, be able to use discernment and see invisible forces at play around us. And now it won't always stay invisible in time. The beast kingdom will exert its dominance over the world and everyone will worship and will follow the beast. But for now, we certainly see that it's alive and well in doing business. Thanks for joining me and may God give you strength and spiritual discernment.